Yo, Mark. Jay, can you hear me? Yeah. Sweet. How's it going? Yeah, good, man. Are you on the headphones? Yeah, yeah. Perfect. You know what? It's the perfect quality I've had so far. So <laughs> that's amazing. We are live. We are live on the podcast. How does it feel? Oh, it's my first podcast. Feels yeah, it feels good. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, man? I, I've been looking forward to this one because I've done a whole bunch of episodes. But r- really, when I look back on uh, my wrestling journey, so much of it includes you like from the from <laughs> obviously from ktw from from everything we we're doing back then the, the backyard but also when you know my first ever training sessions and when i started taking training seriously it was with you that's when we made it you know that's that was the that whole journey yeah. it was alongside you all those mornings that we we would wake up and you know get on the bus after bus after bus to, to travel to you know to the opposite end of london and you know and we'd be living off functioning off of uh, boost drinks and you know energy yeah. drinks and things oh like that goodness. that's our that's our roots like that's that's our background man and it's crazy looking back on it because it's so long ago now we you know ktw is easily 15 years ago well 15, yeah. yeah 14 15 years ago and then training to be a pro is about 10 years ago now maybe 10 11 years ago so it's nuts how time has gone by obviously so much has changed but it's great to have you on I got so many questions for you, man. And <laughs> if we rewind to the beginning, I want to hear the start. Because obviously, when we were fans or when we were growing up, we don't really ask these questions. But now, you know, as 30-year-old men, where did it all begin for you? Where was the beginning? What was the first memory you have of watching wrestling? Uh, so I think it was it was like the year 2000. I remember that because it was the Royal Rumble where The Rock and Big Show fell out at the same time. And everyone was like, <laughs> oh, my God, what the hell has this happened? and um it was it was live on channel four and my big brother he he woke me up at 12 o'clock to start watching it but i was Mm. i was how was i for 12 i must be about 11 years old and um yeah fell asleep for most of it i was awake for when uh the cat got her puppies out that was quite (laughs) (laughs) and then yeah for the whole rumble match and then since then just loved it Royal rumble's always been my my uh my favorite pay-per-view to watch and yeah that's that was my first real taste of it what were you watching the shows on like did you did you have like sky and all like the cable stuff so like that rumble was on channel four on like terrestrial tv oh yeah and then like um so from then on once i got interested like you'd go to school and then there'll be this kid whose dad has a friend who has sky and who like taped WrestleMania, so there'll be there'll be just like WrestleMania tape that's just being passed around to everyone to watch, and yeah, so it was more like that. It was quite hard to come by. Yeah, no, definitely. So I watched I watched Sunday Night Heat on Channel Four, and it was yeah. on Sundays like at like four p.m. or something, and then I watched WCW on Channel Five oh, on yeah, Saturdays. Of course, yeah. Saturday evenings, and, and at 6 p.m., there was the game show called Fort Boyard. I don't yeah, know if I you love, remember that. I love and Fort it, Boyard. Not gonna... <laughs> yeah, it was WCW that for an hour. And, th- and then after that was WCW yeah, Thunder, yeah, which was that. like a, a catch-up show. So that was where I got a first taste for it, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. It's that, nuts. Oh, God. <laughs> As time went on for you, what was what's some of your favorite memories? Like, if you had to pick, like, a moment or a match... You know, even like a segment. What would you? What would you pick? Oh, that, uh, 
so obviously that that one that rumble stuck with me when like big show and the rock for that at the same time and then mm. that same show jeff hardy swanton bombing through a table oh it's like this big one <laughs> um <clears throat> and then let me think there's the rock hogan wrestlemania 18 yeah wrestlemania 20 angle um brock lesnar that was one of the best matches i've seen ah oh, and then going into tna like every aj styles match i was just yeah. love that stuff um, yeah, TNA was good because TNA for me was when obviously we, you know, I, I got a computer at home and I finally got access to the internet, and that's when I started seeing it more. And then, of course, it was on the wrestling channel, which was TWC. free. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that was kind of the introduction to TNA. Uh, but prior to that, I think it was for me, it was you know, it was all those segments like Kane unmasking, oh, Brock Lesnar oh, yeah. and Big Show and the ring, yeah, like yeah, going yeah. I'm nuts. happy everything oh man yeah but obviously fast forward as you go because you you discovered it in 2000 and then i would say ktw was established what 2005 2006 yeah yeah about yeah 2005 2006 what was the beginning with that how did you how did you sort of meet like when did you first meet aaron ross paul all these guys oh god so paul he was in my year at school from year seven so when we first went into secondary school that's where i first Mm. met him i was kind of like friends with him the whole time and then ross i kind of i knew of him he was in the same school but he was in a different uh class in the year and then eventually about five years into school we were in one of the same classes and like we just started like just chatting shit in this class and then realized we both quite like wrestling and it's just like oh shit so let's hang out and then hanging out just turns into oh fuck this watching wrestling and then just like starting to wrestle i can't really remember exactly like the the birth of ktw because a lot of that time is pretty hazy to me (laughs) (laughs) well you know what the the first shows you guys did before i ever joined was in the original kentish town arena like in your by your old place by the estate yeah and you know you had the wall that that you know the balcony thing and all of that yeah and that was before my time that was before i came but my first memory was bumping into Aaron at school. And obviously I was doing, I had, you know, like Casey and all these guys and we were doing, oh, we were doing our stuff. Yeah. And, so, and then he said to me, he was like, hey, do you want to come to, to KTW? And I remember thinking at the time, I was like, what? Like KTW? <laughs> like I knew, I knew about Kentish Town, but it, I, I just couldn't wrap my head around it because I was like, well, why don't they just call it Camden Town Wrestling? Or why don't they, you know, why don't they give it some cool sounding name? And I guess, you know, that was the mark in me, like the WWE, the wrestling mark, the hardcore mark, where I always wanted it to have some outrageous name, some outlandish, yeah. you know, I, I had like Pure Impact Wrestling, uh, Frontier Renegade Wrestling, such ridiculous names. All those adjectives. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you guys had KTW and KTW stuck. Like, I was talking to Dude Hate last week, and it's nuts <clears throat> to think that guys from Miami knew about KTW. Yeah. They probably knew nothing about Kentish Town, yet they 
had all caught onto the name. They just they all knew the name regardless of you know what it meant. They didn't question what it meant. They just knew we were KTW, which is quite sick. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's weird because like in the end, like hardly any of it was actually filmed in Kentish Town. <laughs> yeah, ironically, <laughs> it's true. How did it work at the beginning though? How was it like? How did you have different championships and stuff? Because I know by the time I came in, you were a multi-time champ. You you I think you were like five-time champ. Aaron was three time or something like that you, you'd all passed it around you ross and aaron yes yeah, so specifically it was like a core of us it says me like me ross aaron <clears throat> and then it was like i don't remember marley he was like my my half brother boy. oh yeah 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 gator boy. <laughs> gator boy yeah he was there from the start as well and like tramp man so that yep. was, like even paul wasn't really involved at this point so it was just us so that's why most of us had the title <laughs> like just yeah just a lack of like no roster really and then but we were just it was mad like i'd have i had like an actual video camera with like a video cassette in it and that's how we filmed <laughs> and that's how we like watched it all back and then we eventually moved to like a small digital like photo camera which could do videos <clears throat> and then just start doing that editing and popping all up youtube which is just but when so when did you when did you first hear about me when, like when was the first mention that there was like me <coughs> and all these other guys like casey and whatever yeah, casey oh god so like bef- yeah before we met you we bought, like i'd heard about you and i, I was not gonna lie i was shitting myself oh, i'm about to swear sorry because <laughs> <laughs> like you were big up no you were bigged up as this like kind of big guy who's just like oh I was like, oh man like and i think there was a little rivalry with your school as well where like there were these other kids who didn't really like us. <laughs> so I was like, what if this guy is some sleeper agent, some undercover agent, he's just come and he's going to beat all of us up or something like that. <laughs> but then you came. That's amazing. Just like, yeah, like Aaron, Aaron was talking about you saying you're a cool guy and then you came and you're just like, yeah, the nicest guy. That's what I said. Me and you, from that moment on, we just went on this long, long journey together. We'd always been there with each other and never looked back. It's nuts, man. It's nuts because I, I was actually I was talking to Ross about this, and uh, we I was saying like when I came in, obviously I, I was a little bit younger than you guys, yeah. and I legit had to work my way up, and I yeah. wouldn't have it any other way because it would have been stupid to put the title on me that early. It's a good thing that we built it up like over the years until Final Stand Three, because by that by the time Final Stand Three came around, I think maybe you could say I was ready. But any any even a minute before that, I don't think I was ready. And it's quite funny looking over it because you and I was saying this to Ross, like one of my favorite matches ever is you versus Ross at Final Stand One because. You legit told a sick story from start to finish. It was a full story that you told. So, you know, if you watch it, like as a fan, it's like you go around the whole arena, you do everything. And obviously you've got the classic counters that you do, but it's just such a story. And I guess, you you know, that was your intentions because you thought it was going to be the final show and you thought it was going to be the final match. I mean, for you looking back on that, that kind of period because we had different we had multiple eras we had the 2006 era where we were doing adrenaline rush like yeah. every week and then uh, we had there was like a break and then there was kind of the 2008 era with like uh, BOS redemption and then final stand kind of three what's got to be your favorite in all of that time and why uh, final stand two my match with you I think it was <laughs> that was like just I think the best match I've been involved in 
<laughs> you know what Ross said the same thing as well like he and and for me that was the turning point where I started getting good you know yeah, that's yeah, the, like, that was where I felt like, like you like but yeah you're you're the guy like you're just just so sick it was a moment where I was like okay now I can actually do something like I'm, I'm half decent as opposed to questionable kind of things so that you know that was good and we were talking obviously we've had this conversation and we we all unanimously agree you were by far the best on the roster i don't know what it is but most people if you look at it like for example like me for example i can only have chemistry with a certain number of people like if i faced paul i'm sure we could have a good match but it would take a couple of tries like the first time it wouldn't be like 100 percent uh same with a few other people like casey like there's only so many people he can face with complete like perfect chemistry casey could always face me because yeah, we, yeah. we knew what we were going to do and it, it worked but you you were one of the probably the only person that could face anyone on any given show and put on a sick match so I- which is rare <laughs> for a bunch of teenage kids if you look at it <laughs> if you look at it objectively like what what is it in your opinion how did you how do you feel like that you were able to do it what was it what was going through your mind at the I, time i think a lot of it was probably to do with my like the character I was playing so like I'm really really good at getting beaten up like and when I get beat up <clears throat> I can make it look like I'm getting beaten up quite bad um mm. and then yeah I think that's just it and then like I I trusted all you guys as well so it's like I don't feel like you guys are gonna hurt me <laughs> I mean, even though it, everything really fucking hurted but it was just yeah trust and being really good like getting beaten up but like the thing is like i might have been technically good but then i was never really like a charismatic one so like i'd rely on my opponent to bring the emotion into most of the matches and like all the storytelling and stuff like that so well you know what's funny is one of the in my opinion uh, one of the most charismatic versions of you that I remember seeing was almost uh, it was actually a character that we didn't even follow through on and it was when you turned heel after Adrenaline Rush 6 and then there's the the episode on Adrenaline 7 where <laughs> where literally you've got the yellow bandana and you're walking backstage and, and, I, and I come up to you and I was like excuse me Mr. Jolt and then I like I, I'm asking you like what happened and you're just quiet like nothing and then you go on the uh, awesome Libre yeah. show and he's asking you what happened and then just out of nowhere you just give him a belly <laughs> like kick that for me was like but it was it's like a, almost like an easter egg like if you don't like because after that we dropped it and we just went back to yeah, the yeah. Uh, previous storyline as if it never happened it's kind of like a glitch in the in the shows but that was by far like if you had followed through on that like who knows like i don't even know like it, it could have gone either way I, it was a good thing obviously we went back to the the, yeah. the baby face character for you but that hit, that little moment there was kind of like oh shit He's, he just turned heel like that's some like and it was crazy right how did you feel about that like did you ever want to do like a proper heel run or did you have a vision in mind that anything you wanted to uh, try it was like i don't know it was more like i felt confident i could do a heel character as well and um <clears throat> so yeah it's something i wanted to try because like, marcus shot has just been like the big he's the john cena of like ktw and it's just like what would happen if john cena turned heel so that's why i wanted to do it <laughs> Exactly. Just like, oh yeah, because we we all watch WWE and just seen John Cena just 
constantly baby. I mean, I haven't seen it for a while. Is he still babyface? Well, you know, he's actually. Uh, I I don't really follow it anymore. But he uh, he, as far as I'm aware, he's he's stopped full time oh, no. performing. But he um, he's 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 never going to yeah, turn yeah, heel. Yeah. Actually, to tell you the truth, but um. But in that, in his most recent match at WrestleMania with Bray Wyatt, they did this little thing where, like, in the match, he shows what Cena would be like if he had turned heel, and he comes out doing an NWO entrance, oh. and it's part of this yeah. like Firefly Funhouse match where it's all kind of cinematic because you know how they have the empty arena yeah. at the moment because of what's going on. So they're not. It's it's kind of like a creative thing, but yeah, he's never he's never going to oh. go heel, and it's fair enough, you know, from a business yeah, yeah, decision, exactly. it's, it just yeah. doesn't make sense. But yeah, that's why it would have been this ish. Like if if he ever does turn heel, it'll be like the biggest thing ever. So that's why I wanted to do it. But I really need to watch this match with Bray Wyatt now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good, man. But so over all the shows we did on KTW, was was there any? show like even if it was an adrenaline rush that for you was like a standout show that was your personal favorite uh, I, I say final stand two again <laughs> yep. that, and then from start to finish it was just an incredible show yeah, no, wasn't it? yeah. I mean, yeah every match pretty much on that show i mean sometimes i just get even the yeah exactly yeah that's <laughs> so funny as well like even the cheesy with the doritos yeah, and yeah. all of that you oh, know God. see it's all it's all coming back to me there's that, and then there's that one. There's like one adrenaline rush I did where I faced Paul, and I just got like decimated yes. in that match. Um, yeah, I quite like that one. The the pedigree on the, yeah, on the yeah. fence, it was just nuts. So yeah, that was honestly one of the best, like uh, probably the best match Paul's ever had for sure. Like it was a proper once again, it was like a story being told. But the bumps were just yeah, nuts. I, I love you know the the spinebuster on the bin and all of that stuff. Yeah. Oh, but where did the beginning of the luchas start? Because Ross told me that it, it, you got a mask somewhere one time and was like, "Hey, let's give this a try." But he couldn't one hundred percent kind of piece it together. And we were both—I don't know where think... it started. So I, I always wondered where, who was the, which one was the first lucha character? Was it, it was Guacamole? Guacamole and Awesome Libre, I think. And yeah, and I think we were just in Camden in the market, like the Lock Market. And we were just like, just—I think mm. it was me. Ross, Aaron, Paul, or maybe Gator Boy as well. And like, we just walked past the stall, and then it's like, oh, there's like these wrestling masks here. Let's just like pitch in the money, buy them, and we've got some new characters there. And it's just, yeah, it makes the roster bigger without having to do much. So. <laughs> Pretty sure. And who? Which ones were the first ones? In in what oh, order? God. Was it was it Guaco, Awesome, and then um, Aaron's one? I can't even remember the name now. What is I it? Um, oh, memory of Aaron's one. I'm not gonna lie. Something Libre. Oh, I can't believe I can't remember it. I I saw it recently. I've been watching the shows, but I can't. Because then there was that, uh, and then there was the other one. There was wait, yeah, there was Awesome Libre, and then there was the Dark, like Undertaker Libre. What was he called? El, El Diablo. Diablo. Yeah, he was El Diablo was definitely later. <laughs> I th- yeah, it must have been Guaco. Yeah. I think Guaco was the first one. He made his first appearance on like an adrenaline rush. And then Awesome yeah. Libre, I think it was at Redemption, maybe something like that. Yes. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Redemption might have been it. 
I, I, you know what? My first memory of being in KTW, actually, when I look back, was the Pain in the Rain that we did, and it was on the cassette player video. So, so we never actually got to upload the uh, mm. the footage. But I remember the very first segment I did was bumping into you backstage. And then later on in the match, so I, there was like a, a table, like half a yeah. table, and getting pushed <laughs> through it or something. Like I can't. It's a very, I, it's a very like it's, it's hazy memory because we never got to edit it, yeah, and upload well, it because it was on the tape. So it was like those. Yeah, exactly. And then obviously after that, I kind of I made my debut, but pr- sort of proper debut on Adren- Adrenaline Rush Two, and then from that point on, I think at number four I had the heel turn when when Paul uh, put Paul over. <laughs> And then from there, it was uh, it was all steam ahead. And then we had the the triple threat at redemption, yeah. and that was probably the, the redemption was uh, was like the build up kind of is where everything started getting crazy. We were on fire at that point. Like uh, th- this is something I was thinking about the other day. I was thinking, man, like we were getting tens of thousands oh, of views yeah. on YouTube <laughs> back ridiculous. in 06. Yeah. Like 10,000 views back in 2006 is the equivalent to like 100,000 views today, minimum. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there weren't, there were videos with a million views didn't exist exactly. back then because it was so new. So 10,000 was a lot. And it's nuts. Like, it's just, it's so crazy how much and how people like, dude, hate, like, yeah, you yeah. Are us, all these other backyarders. Like, he said, his first memory of KTW was watching um, Ross knock you off a balcony <laughs> on and it, the video was on MySpace. It was it was literally on MySpace. Oh, how crazy is that? MySpace. Yeah, uh, that's how we did the whole the death of Trump man through MySpace and like convinced thousands yeah. of thousands of people that he yeah he perished. <laughs> Legit. That was the two biggest works that we've we've ever done was uh, yeah. Trampman and Roger Bullworker <laughs> being real. <laughs> oh, Roger Bullworker. I still like say his catchphrases to these days. <laughs> Same to be fair. There's a few times where I'm like, I find myself like saying things I don't that, care he, what you like, say. that he a would say. There's a <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Hilarious as well. Oh, God. Yeah. He was so like one of the biggest But people legit <laughs> thought he was real. People at my school thought he was real. Like that, they would ask me, they'll be like, oh my God, like, so who's Roger Bullworker? Do you work for him? And I'd have to like gas it up and be like, yeah, you know, uh, you know you'll have to message him on his MySpace. Oh, and the only time we ever showed him was that one segment that we filmed where it was yeah. Paul wearing a hat, but from behind. So that's hilarious. You, you know, if uh, looking back on KTW, if there's anything that you could have done differently, anything at all, would you uh, have? I don't, I don't know. I like I look back on those years as like legit some of the best years of my life. It's like I had the most fun of my life. During the, same <laughs> during those years i mean uh i don't know i would have just tried to be more confident with my character and but that's it like i had so much fun like every week just like going there filming like stuff it's just yeah some of the best years of my life man 
it was like a full production you know yeah. that's how i see it and my if, if it was me like if, if i could do anything differently obviously it was out of our hands but i wish if i could just go back in time and change something the thing i'd change is is for just for for, for it for it to never mm. stop like it should not have stopped at yeah. final stand one because the original <clears throat> plan was going to be that whole uh civil war pay-per-view where it was like team bane yeah. versus team jolt and that was the whole thing and like that and and fair enough it, like like, even if, I don't know, like, for me, it should not have ended at Final Stand 1. Because it, when I look back on it, and obviously I, I didn't realize this at the time, but when Final Stand 1 finished and KCW finished, I was so desperate to backyard that I went and then created yeah, FRW, yeah, yeah. remember? And then and I was doing the FRW shows, and obviously I started bringing you guys in. <laughs> you guys were bored anyway. Yeah, you're not you're not gonna say no, and it was like an opportunity to just wrestle elsewhere that doesn't have to be connected to KTW. So it just kind of gives us an opportunity to do what we want with our characters yeah. and stuff. And we put on some sick shows. Like we remember Battlefest. Yeah, what, which one was was that one in your? <laughs> Battlefest was in the park. Battlefest was in the park, and I were on the table, and I pick you up for the catalyst, and I slip oh, and smash yeah. my knee into the oh, ground. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was dirty. That was dirty. That was so nuts. And then we did BOS three, and BOS three was uh, uh Casey versus uh Ezra. Casey, Casey yeah, versus Bruno. Remember, uh, was... It was so sick. <laughs> it was a crazy match. And Nico debuted oh, as well. <laughs> so like we did, we we did that all throughout that kind of period of time, and then finally we came back to doing a final stand too. But then even after Final Stand 2, we didn't we didn't do yeah. any weekly shows at that point. Like we did the episodes six and seven, but it didn't have the same uh storyline or anything that ones to five had. So it's kind of like it's almost like an Easter egg episode, yeah. you know? And it's it's we only kickstarted it again in 2008 when we did the the new redemption and the Lamrod family and all of that stuff. And then the, you know, uh, you faced Nico and then that little football team came out and all of oh, that. Oh, is stuff. that like when I used to live really like North London. Yeah. No, that so that was so we did the adrenaline episode in 2009 after yeah. Final Stand 3, actually. Yeah. My bad. And then after that, we did BOS 5, and that was in uh, the, the field, I think, yeah. in Mill Hill. And we had, yeah, was that my mind? So hazy. Is that when we had? <laughs> or, yeah. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Then we no. We had we had two matches. One was a triple yeah, yeah, yeah. with Nico, yeah. uh, and then one was just a singles match, me and you, and that was the final ever match that we've ever done oh, in the backyard. And that was where, by that point, we had already been like we already had some skills, you know, in terms of like technical wrestling, and we knew what we were doing, and we just put it yeah, all yeah, out. Yeah. Remember, and that your your heel turn at the end, and all that of that great, stuff. Man. So that. It, it was a crazy match, man. It was so nuts. The music video with Avenged Sevenfold, I think, is the music. Exactly. But, I mean, that's the if I could change one thing, it would just be that. It would just be that little gap, you know, where after Final Stand 1, up until Final yeah. Stand 2, I wish we could we just carry on. And, yeah, didn't let it slip. And... Yeah, I could agree with that. Because we could have done so much yeah. in that time, you know, and, and we had so we had such a following as well, and, and it was over with everyone. I remember we were like having matches in fields, yeah, yeah, parks, like, you know, like, you know what I mean, like, like randomly on like a Friday night after school, and then we'd just be there, just bam, me and Bruno would just like throw out a match for people. 
<laughs> and people would literally yeah, circle yeah. us. So it was like a ring or some kind of like like a fight yeah. club. Like, and they exactly. and they yeah, bought yeah. into it. They they believed it was. They didn't question the 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 reality of it. When you <laughs> gave somebody a joke kick, like it, people thought it was real. <laughs> oh, Which is crazy. But obviously, as time went on, me and you decided, like, yeah, I, I, Ross had trained and Aaron had trained, but, <laughs> I, but they were, I think they trained a little bit earlier in time. But by 2008, 2009, me and you decided to, you know, take the plunge and go to training. If you can remember, because for me, it's, it's crazy as well, because it's so long ago. But what was the decision? Like, when did we both make the decision, right, we want to go training? How did that come I, I, about? You probably, I, you probably more memory than i do i think i was do we just like just say let's just go for it and like because the training i mean it wasn't close to us it was a long way away and it was like a lot yep. of effort to get there but i think oh, i can't remember for the life of me i'm not gonna lie you must have just so I don't remember yeah. what led up to it but I remember I the first day we yeah. were there I remember we walked through the door and I remember Justin shouting he, he his exact words were he shouted and he was like fitness you either have it or you're going to get it and then and then I remember we went through the warm up and afterwards <laughs> We were like, fuck, should we just grab <laughs> our bags and, and just, you know, say we're going to go That's toilet mean. and just run away? Because, like, I can't... I, how many burpees <laughs> do we have to do? My God. It was nuts. It was so nuts. But yeah, yeah. we stuck through it, man. We stuck like, through it. Just... And uh, I'm so glad we did it. Like, any time I spoke with Justin afterwards, he always had high praise. And I think that was oh, yeah. the best thing about it, was the, the support, you know? That, having that early support somebody telling us like giving us that encouragement for me as well as a teenager was such a big positive uh for me because i, I kind of yeah, never yeah. we never had that you know i certainly never had that i never had like some older guy especially a professional wrestler be like yeah you know you're doing good like we never had the encouragement it was always felt like it was like a rebellious thing but when we went there and justin was actually no it was like no you're doing good like keep it up it was like oh shit yeah, exactly. like we're doing something right He's you know great, great. And then obviously we we it, it all came yeah, together, it was, didn't it? Yeah, it's just like he, it's like he's saying he was just so encouraging. He was just like he was good to everyone as well. Like no matter where you came from, like he, if you were good, like he would let you know. But even if you weren't that good, he wouldn't just dismiss you. He would do his best to try and make you the best that you could be as well. So I think. We know a lot exactly Justin because like he is just I think he's just an incredible person, especially like after everything he went through and like to come train like the next exactly. generation. Like he's just yeah, he's a, a great man. Yeah, without a doubt, man. Without a doubt. Anytime people like ask me about my beginnings in wrestling, I always you know, you it's obviously this this it, that industry yeah. is built on respect, but that I, like it's without even if it wasn't built on respect i have so much respect for justin just because of the the support he gave us early on and and just the relationship we had man he yeah. always believed in us like i and, and i'm i don't <laughs> speak to him that often uh to be fair like i but it, you know as time goes on we it's hard yeah, to yeah. keep in touch isn't it but 
I remember one time I did speak to him. I think this was like 2011, 2012. And he, he, he literally said, he was like, you and Mark, like you guys are, are so good at what you do. Like, I'm so proud of you. And I remember thinking, <laughs> oh, shit. Like, that, you know, that's, that, yeah. that's really Maybe nice. <laughs> Maybe we should have just you know, that, so. carried on. Yeah. <laughs> But you know that that's that's uh, it, that's priceless, man. To have a good quality coach and to have somebody that is like a positive influence yeah. is so priceless. What did you think of that time that we spent oh, at LDN like, just training? So much, like technically, yeah. like it just made us better. I think like we went there and we were good wrestlers, but we weren't refined. If if that makes sense, like we we knew what to do, we just didn't know exactly. how to do it properly. So we already had that kind of like thing there, and then this just like took us to the whole next level. And again, I wouldn't say it was as good as the KTW years, but again, some of the best best years of my life was just yeah, going to that place every week, so far away, and then just like putting one hundred and ten percent effort in every single week. Man, I vividly remember you doing these uh, forward oh, diving, like, yeah, rolls, yeah, <laughs> like in the warm-ups over the map, the mat. So it was like a, it was like a back bump, a front bump, a side bump, and then like a back roll, forward roll, but yeah, then yeah. a dive roll. So people dive over the map. Oh, but when you did it, yeah, you had airtime. Like, you went, you were literally <laughs> gliding through the. Air. Do you remember, like when he, like he did that that shoot wrestling as well. We just destroyed yeah. those guys. <laughs> that was amazing. That was so good. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, man. We 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 had we were staples yeah, yeah. in that training. Like, if you look at the photos of the team, there was always on you and me on either yeah. turnbuckle. Like, we were legit. Like, do you know what I mean? We were like staple guys, like just part of it. So I, I'm glad. Like, I, I'm proud of that time we spent there because we proper asserted ourselves. Like, we weren't. We were young. Yeah, like, cool. we were, we were yeah. young dudes, but we were like. We meant business, and that's what I find quite sick. Like we we, we meant business, and we, we weren't afraid to go out and put on yeah, the yeah, sickest yeah. matches. Like we were willing to just go we all out, like, which is amazing. I feel like people, I don't know, I feel like people kind of resented the fact that we could do that as well. If that makes, <clears throat> yeah, so like I'm not of course, name and names, but like it was a bit clicky at times where like we were just we were the backyard guys and like. Uh, like everyone knew we were really good, but people were just weren't happy with the fact that we were, if that made sense. No, absolutely. I was always like self-conscious about yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't want to talk about it too much because I didn't want to get heat for no reason, you know, as, as, as much as I love it. Like it was kind of like, you know what it's like in that situation. And it's just, you don't want to highlight yeah, yeah. it in front of everyone, you, you know? But I think we dealt with it okay, and and the good thing is we got yeah. to wrestle. We got to wrestle oh, on shows undefeated as a tag right, team. Right. <laughs> it technically, yeah. What are your memories from the the matches? Uh, that um, I remember. I think did we get choke slammed by those big guys at the end of one match? <laughs> Just destroyed. Me. Yeah, that was horrible. Uh, that was a sick match. It was um, <laughs> the O'Reillys, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a good match. Exactly, Chris and oh, what's his name? Yeah, Ryan. Uh, I think it was, um, yeah, Chris and Ryan. And Ryan, like, yeah. we, well, it was like yeah. me, Ryan, and I. We were like the 
kind of like cruiserweights and then there's you and Chris who are like kind of the bruisers. So it was quite a good, a nice little match. Yeah, it was yeah. good. It was a good little mix, you know. Um, and it for our first match, like, I, don't, I can't even remember. Like, were we nervous? I don't I think, think we were. Yeah, no, I don't, we, were, we were quite confident, I quite can't cocky. Remember, man. <laughs> That's the thing. I feel like we were really confident, which is funny considering yeah. it was our debut match. But I feel like we just didn't care. We we're just like, whatever, man. No, like, we're ready. Actually, we, we, <laughs> we just I went think out. More than anything, all we ever wanted to do was get out in a wrestling ring in front of a crowd and like this this was the chance and yeah. it's just like yeah we're just going to go out there and... 100 percent. and you know what i feel like the second time was equally oh, as good that, if not even that. better <laughs> yeah even though i slipped on the way in the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah i remember that <laughs> what happened with that match and and I go through the match and then go through that little moment. I've got to tell you, I (laughs) I remember the match quite well because just the other week I watched it again. So, so I've got a five-year-old daughter now and I was flicking through the TV and channel five comes up and they've got like a a raw rewind or something like that. And it's just, Oh, Audrey, watch this. And then she's watched it. And then, and I was like, Oh, I used to do this. And she was like, no, you didn't. I was like, what? Yes, I did. She's like, no, you what? For real? Like, yeah, for real. So I got up on YouTube and she watched the match as well. So that was like about a week ago. That's now. amazing. So yeah, it was like, oh, it's Karim and Richard. Karim, who's a, a legend in the game, like fully. And then yep. Richard, this big hulking, like just massive man. <laughs> God, he was scary. <clears throat> I remember that show. Because backstage before we went out, and this is my mistake, uh, we were using a lot of like oil and shit. I remember you oiling myself up oil. like a fucking maniac. I don't know why yeah. I got so crazy over it, but I almost slipped through the ropes. Uh, if you see just before I do a drop oh, yeah, kick, yeah, yeah. like when you do a drop kick on someone, I bounce off the ropes. And when I bounce, I almost slipped through the middle ropes because my back was so oily. And I remember thinking, oh, shit, like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, but what happened when you slipped? Because I didn't notice that in the match. I, only, I think it's I only one of those ones. Afterwards. Like, the adrenaline was pumping so much, I kind of just, like, just got up and just got on with it. And then afterwards, I felt, because I, I, I was, it was as I was climbing up onto the ring apron, and um, I think I might yep. have, like, I've, I just slipped, and it, like, grazed all of my ribs. So I was in quite a lot of pain afterwards. But, like, at the time, I was just like, oh, crap. And then I just turned around and I see Justin was just laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so oh, God. But yeah, at the time, I didn't feel embarrassed at the time, but I think afterwards, and then like Justin, was, he came up to me afterwards and was like, what was that slip about? I said, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That match was, was actually really good though, man. I really feel like we had the crowd but like, yeah, yeah, so it, into uh, us. 100%. Like, you and Karim, you guys work the crowd like so well. Uh, like, all the spots as well. Like, <laughs> like I did an over-the-top rope dive just like standing and you did the running like over-the-top rope. You did like a front roll, flip, like front yep. flip over the top. And she's like, oh man. We did that. <laughs> yep, it was nuts. Well, the, the height that oh, you got on the frog splash yeah. was just insane. I mean, the technique I don't know if it's the camera angle or a combination of both, but the, the impact, height you got was just—it yeah, almost looked like you hit that the ceiling. Was, <laughs> I think Karim even like mentioned after, like 
that's one of the like, most painful things he's ever felt. I was just, I was just getting him back for Jeez. the chop that he gave me, which made me draw blood. So, yeah. So I wasn't even my best oh box like, The technique wasn't like the actual bringing in the legs and bringing them back out. Like, that wasn't how I would want it to look. So mm. if I could go back and change one thing, I would make that look better. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I wish in a way that we did more shows, um, but I'm so proud yeah. of those two matches that we did because I feel like in such a short space of time, we just kind of let everybody know yeah, exactly was, who uh, we are. I know? think it was a good, a good base for like a, a tag team as well. Like team fit, everyone knows that like, we're just, some, we were really young. I was good looking then, not so much now. You're still pretty fit at the moment. So <laughs> yeah, it's just, we're just two young fit guys and we're just like, yeah this is us team fit get over it oh that should have been our factory <laughs> that is actually amazing that's a genius idea we should have had that as a catchphrase yeah well you know someday man who knows <laughs> it can never it, never say never you know that's the he's thing about wrestling going and he's how old is he Jesus Christ I think he's like 55 and he had one of his best matches at this year's AJ. Mania against oh, AJ. Right. I have to give that a watch as well. It is it wasn't like a, a match yeah, in the yeah. ring, it was a cinematic kind of match. So they they shot it like a movie. But I'm telling you, it was so good because it gave you because they could reshoot it and, oh, and you know do cutscenes and stuff, they didn't have to worry about Undertaker oh. not performing. So he everything he did oh, looked well, like it looked amazing, and it's such a breath it's, of it's fresh like air. A, oh, cool. So it's like you an actual like scene from a soap opera kind of thing, like where like yeah, it was like a movie, like it was an action movie. Like they had like different angles, like different camera angles. They were outside, like in a, oh, yeah. like a they called it a boneyard match. And it was like a proper thing. Like, you know, it was like Jeez. a little yeah, a mini movie. Well. I, I should you probably know? just watch the WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that one and the Bray Wyatt one are the, my two highlights personally. There's a lot of good matches on the show as a whole, yeah. but I think those two really stood out because of the way that it was filmed. I think they intended to do that, but you know what it's like. You know, they, they always, they try oh, cool. new things and I think yeah, it works sometimes. So after all of that finished with, with the wrestling and we kind of, you know, we moved on. We, uh, I think after that, we did our final match, uh, that, that music video with the Avengers. Yeah, Sevenfold. yeah, definitely. Was I after, think that was after, wasn't it? We were using stuff that we learned. And, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But then uh, as time went on, I mean, how long, how long did you watch wrestling until? When did you kind of find yourself um, slowly drifting away? I, don't, I think the last... The last WrestleMania I saw were, or I watched live was um, Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar. And like, I think that's when I called it as well. I think oh. I was with, I think I was with Ross, Ezra, maybe Alex. And then like, I was just like, if you, if you think about it, like how, how can Undertaker actually beat Brock Lesnar? Like he, he can't. Brock Lesnar is just like a beast. There's no way anyone in the world could beat him in a wrestling match. And then, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly. why I guess they and made then, that and then, decision. And then, you know, I don't it... think I really kept up since then. Like, I, I keep up on social media. Mm. So like, I know all the big things that are happening. Like Edge coming back. But like That's mental. How the hell has that happened? Like Dan, Daniel mm. Bryan coming back. and Yeah, but I don't really follow it anymore, which is 
shame. Hopefully my daughter gets into it and then I can keep up with her. Yeah, you would have to show her like as much KTW as possible, and then you know, yeah, definitely again to study. <laughs> I think I have a, a similar situation to you. I, I watched it sort of week in week out until about early 2015, and then at that point, you know, the, it just kind of fizzled out for me. I had to, I had to take a break from it. I guess you know, life gets yeah. in the way, and there's all these other things, and so it, it just as time goes on, it kind of it fizzles out. Recently. Uh, I've kind of started to watch a bit more, but I would consider myself a, a casual fan. I'm more, you know, more kind of just reading stuff on yeah, the internet, yeah. like, you know, news and inside news and things like that. I think that's more, I, I, I do more of yeah, that yeah. than actual watching, if that makes sense. But, you know, it's we lived through some incredible eras, you know, attitude era, yeah. ruthless aggression era. Like, there's so much good stuff. And, you know, it's not to say that there isn't good stuff now. I don't know if you've uh, I've heard of, of it. AEW. Kobe Rose is like little, is he? Yeah, I've heard of it. Exactly. Jericho oh, nice. was their champion. Yep, and basically, the the guy, the I think the guys that own what? Fulham Football Club <laughs> own this company. They they funded AEW, yeah. So they, and and they funded Jeez. it with a hundred million dollars, I think. So it's supposed to be up there, like as yeah. in like a serious contender. Because TNA was, you know, it was good. Yeah. But it, it just never competed for some reason. It could never compete. And they tried to do it when Hogan oh, and Bischoff yeah. went, but it just never happened, did it? it yeah, and so apparently AEW will be the one to compete. Whether or not that actually happens, who knows? But you know, yeah, competition exactly. but is it's, always it's good. It's weird, like with WWE, because they have their own kind of indie thing with NXT, don't they? And like, so it's just are they yep. competing with WWE or they competing with like NXT? And yeah, it's but it's good. It's healthy and like well, yeah, it, yeah. it'll get WWE to push their limits as well as well as AEW. I think now they're uh, they're competing with NXT, but I know that the plan someday is to hopefully yeah. compete with uh, with WWE. Whether that ever happens, I mean, I don't even know if WWE is competable. Like, like, I don't know if you can you sure, go like, up against them. Remember you know ECW, I mean? like how there was no way that could go up against WWE, but then in the end that did, and it got like the best, some of the best storylines, like in WWE history and stuff. Brought in the best. Rob Van Dam, he came through. True. Yeah, exactly. RVD was their top guy, and and you know that was a was a huge deal. You know they had a lot of guys, obviously, but RVD yeah. was the standout, I think, and he was the one that shined when he went to uh, he WWE. Was, uh, he was know? my hero for a long time. No. <laughs> <laughs> he was damn good. So if you had to pick your favorites, your, your oh, top three Rob favorite Dan, wrestlers, who AJ would it be? Styles. And then I don't know. So AJ Styles, like at TNA, he <laughs> he was just amazing. He I based a lot of myself on AJ Styles and Rob Van Dam. Like their styles were just just perfect for me. Both like baby faces. Yeah. I mean AJ Styles does do the occasional heel turn, but like they're both like the quintessential high flying baby face, and they're both kind of. Got to be champions as well, which is nice. Uh, even though RVDs didn't last very long, still, uh, yeah. And then my third, <laughs> who's my third B? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good one and two. So, 
It makes sense. And and speaking of AJ Styles, I remember you did this oh, nip what? up Hurricanrana yeah. thing in our final stand two match. And that was so sick. And I remember seeing that from AJ. And yeah. I mean, that's like something that you just like, for, from my perspective, it's not something I could ever pull off. Like I don't, I could, I could barely do an actual nip up, let alone a nip up into Horikarana. But you pulled it off. You pulled it off and actually made it that's happen, it. which is sick. Yeah, just, I always just saw he, he did so many things that were just like, when I first saw them for the first time, I was like, oh my God, why has nobody else ever done this before? Like, I want to try it. I need to get yeah. this down. I need to master it. Like he, the flying forearm from the second rope. It's such a basic thing if you think about it, but the way he does it, his action, his movement, and like it's just, it just makes it that much better. He's just, he's incredible. Yeah, exactly. If you had to pick like a, you know, a, a dream match that, it's well, two. This is a two part question, actually. First one, a dream match that you would have liked to have Ooh. seen in pro wrestling, and then the second one, a dream match that you would like to have seen or booked in KTW. Oh man, dream match in pro wrestling. Be? Uh, I might have to come back to that one while I have a think, but like, I think I'd always KTW, I'd always wanted to wrestle Firefly Aaron, and it never really It might have happened once, but it was never really. An actual match. You know what? I would say the same thing, and that's the truth. If I, if I and I said this, I think um, me and Ross both agreed on this. We were like, you know, if there's one match we never really got to see yeah. that we'd love to see, would have been Firefly versus Marcus Jolt. Because because you guys never got to do like a like a program, yeah. like a, you know, like a full on thing that was. Yeah. That was actually put on the internet, if that makes sense. But you were both easily one and two most athletic, which oh, is right. crazy. Like Have Aaron, you seen him now, so right? sick. Jesus like his his, uh, his move set as well. Like no, I haven't. But I I, I believe yeah, like, he's, like he's he, he right probably now. is killing um, it right. Yeah, now. he was just he yeah he was just like he's like me, but in a smaller package. If that makes sense. But he was he was a lot quicker. <laughs> Yeah, and a lot more nimble. And I think we could have had a a really good match. A bit like Pac versus AJ. That's what I would imagine as uh, from if you remember that. That was a great match. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that was a crazy match. No, it's very true. It's very true. But if so, what about a dream match in uh, in WWE? Um, Has RVD ever faced AJ Styles? I don't think so. RVD and his I don't know. Maybe they'll cancel each other out, so. though. That's the thing. I don't know. I mean, I was watching... I think I read somewhere on the internet that Shawn Michaels said if he ever came out of retirement, oh, wow. it yeah, would be, be to face I AJ. I think everyone would love to face AJ. Yeah. But then you think about, like, the match he had with exactly. Jerry Lynn, like, ECW and stuff, like, they were insane. So I think it would be a lot like that. RVD... So, yeah, RVD mm-hmm. versus AJ would be like, yeah. Both of them have faced Jerry Lynn. That's a really like, good point. AJ would have faced Jerry Lynn in TNA and RVD in ECW and WWE. Yep. Yeah. RVD, AJ, Dream Match. Yeah, very true. Make it happen, Vince. <laughs> Man, as a fan, I always wanted to oh, see God. Sting versus I, I was kind of hoping they might have done that by now. <laughs> 
I really thought they would, you know. I, I so I, that it's just the fan inside yeah, of me. I just wanted to yeah. see that because you know? they were one of that teasing it at some point, and then they were with some like some weird yeah. segments where where it was like a cabin, and there's like somebody walking in the shadows with like the trench coat and stuff, and I don't know. It, it would have been amazing well, I guess to it see could that. Still I, I truly happen. They, that, they, but... Neither of them were in their prime, but like <laughs> it still happened. No, exactly. Well, that's the good thing now with this whole cinematic yeah. style like uh, matches is that now they have the option to do it without necessarily like botching or, you know, screwing anything up because if they screwed anything up, they can reshoot it, retake it, you know. So that's that's the good thing is that now this opens the doors yeah. to doing more creative things and they don't have to worry about being in a ring in front of a live audience and, and yeah. making a mistake, I, I, you know. That's, that's ridiculous. I can't believe that's the point we've got to now. It's a bit mad. Oh. I know. It's crazy. I mean, the thing is, I don't know if you've seen it well, recently. So, yeah, when I was watching this highlight shows. show with my daughter, it was just weird. Like, people coming out to music, but no one's cheering. And they're, like, looking around and, like, doing their poses. But it's just, it's a bit strange. Well, it's almost like the the. I, I don't and and I don't think they can do it as well as we did it. Oh, shit. We were in shit. empty arenas, if you shit. think about it. But we worked the matches along with the commentary. We turned to the camera. We looked at it. We looked at it like we. Yeah, I it was. I felt like when we did it, it looked more natural. When they do it, yeah. you can tell there's there's emptiness. You yeah, because I think they the, rely the so much it's weird, on isn't it? people being there that when there's no one there, there's a big hole and everyone notices. Right. But we're with us, we never had anyone to begin yep. with. So we kind of made it work and it just came natural. No, that's very true. It's very true. Well, I mean, it's, it's a crazy time, man. And looking back on our kind of journey that we went on, it, it's so nuts to see what we managed to accomplish in that short space of time. Who, I mean, if in a parallel universe, you think about what would have, like, what if KTW never, you know, never lost its YouTube account? What if KTW continued the shows? You know, what if KTW got, got huge? Imagine how, yeah, Jeez. imagine what it would be like. Imagine some of the story. Yeah, line. especially the way that like, it's YouTube so crazy to think up, about. Like, nowadays as well, like, you could just instead of these like ksi exactly. doing um these boxing matches it could be kcw doing a wrestlemania match or something like that oh, yeah it's very true man it's very true and who knows we would we might never have even had to train or anything like that because it might have got so popular yeah. that oh. it would have been like a source <laughs> that was of income a you know <laughs> I believe it could have gone that way, you know, it's just, I guess, you know, we didn't, and I said this to, to Ross as well, I said, look, I mean, I didn't, if I could, if I was smarter, I would have been able to put all the footage yeah. onto a hard drive and keep it secure and safe. And those things, those thoughts don't go through your head when exactly. you're like, time, 16, like, 17 just, years old, you know what I mean? You're doing it and it's up there and it's there. But it's like, oh, I've still got some DVDs. Right now, gonna, you know? I've still got like, I've got, uh, uh, yeah, I've got like Redemption, Final Star 1, Final Star 2. I've got the best of Marcus Joel. I've got Adrenaline oh, Rush wow. series all on DVD. Yeah. Do you remember I made, I made no a DVD way. for you That's as well, sick. I think. It was like your 
I've still got them. I've still got them at home. They are quality DVDs, man. I feel feel like when we were doing KCW as well, that was like the height of like kind of backyard wrestling. Whereas now, I don't think it would have as much of a pull on YouTube. It's a good point. It's, 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 It's a good point to be fair. I don't think it would have the same impact or or get that same... Yeah, yeah, it exactly. wouldn't go viral the way it We'll could probably get a lot viral, of uh, these millennials you know, just saying, like, what are you doing? It says, don't try this at home. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I've got... I think I've got Redemption, uh, Adrenaline Rush Episode 7, like odd bits and bobs. I think I've got Final Stand 2 and that's and then just random clips. I've got a triple threat oh. that you, Ross and Paul did. I don't know and, 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 and Gator Boy <laughs> was the referee and his arm was in a sling. And you guys had this we like crazy that you put that <laughs> this crazy madness. triple threat. Um, yeah. Well, I yeah, really liked his theme song, oh, man. Bro. It was like Fort Minor or something. I don't remember this triple threat. Though. It's so funny. <laughs> It, oh man, it's crazy! I'll send it to you. It's uh, it, so it's you, you Ross and Paul. I don't know what the show is, but I think there's like a oh. carpet going over the mattress or something. And and Paul does this thing where he picks you up, uh, like some kind oh, of like it looks like oh. an unprettier, but then he picks you up over his head, and Ross catches what? you for a tombstone. That and they both like do it at the, the same time, like some tag team like, moves. Gee, I should be dead. I shouldn't be here speaking to you right now. <laughs> Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> it was so wild. But then you win the match. You 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 uh, jolt kick Ross or something. You win the match, and then afterwards, me I come out and me and you pick up Ross oh, on wait. the shoulders and start celebrating. <laughs> I have no idea why and no idea what it's for. Like so, I don't know. Yeah, the story so that was line, the thing. But that's that what happened. happened. That's what I mean. It'd be nice to just remember <laughs> so crazy. what was going through our heads then. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Okay, one last question before I let you go. Oh, sh- what sugar. happened to the there KTW might be in my mom's shed belts? Somewhere. I think there might be. Uh, Amazing. Yeah, they should be. Was I the last person to have them? I don't know. I, I don't know if it was uh, maybe I Nico been, or because I know he won the title at one point. But I have. <laughs> it was always it's one of like life's biggest mysteries. You know, it's like when you're trying to look yeah, for a like pearl the at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. It's like that kind of thing. When all this stuff <laughs> exactly. is over and I'm allowed to go visit exactly. my mum, I'll go in her sheds. I'm pretty sure she's got a lot of my stuff back there, and I will. I'll try and dig them, dig them out. Yeah. Take, who is champion right now? Does anyone that would be awesome, man? That would be sweet. Who's champion? Who's like, isn't what's is, that? Who's champion? Yeah, uh, so in terms of KTW champion, I think it would be you. I think so, either you or Nico, because yeah. I can't remember what came first, but we had a triple oh, threat where we did some wild yeah. spots. Nico won that. Yeah, but then um, we, but then me and you had that. I think that final oh, match. So I think technically it would be you. I don't know oh, about yeah. Lucha Champ, and I don't know oh, about oh, TX so... Champ. I, it's, it's it's a crazy one. I think Lucha Champ would probably be awesome Libra. Yeah, because I felt like that was it All at right. the end of Final well, Stand Three. We just have to go back and try and find and watch out. 
último ano. It's crazy how much we did because I can barely remember yeah, it. But when you think about it, it's just like, whoa, did that happen as well? Yeah, oh man. Especially as a black. Exactly. <laughs> well, Mark, yeah. thank you so much for being on this, man. It's so good yeah, catching up and it's so good reminiscing about the old times. Like, I think uh, it, it goes without saying, I think everyone unanimously agrees that you were not, well, I mean, you were Mr. KTW, but you were also by far like the, the number one on our roster. You are our AJ Styles. And it's crazy because at the time when you're a teenager, you don't really kind of, at, at least I didn't really pay attention to that stuff. I didn't know what was what. But watching back over it now, I'm like, fuck. Like, Mark was light years ahead of me. <laughs> like, it's nuts. So, yeah, man. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for, like, looking back on these memories and stuff. It's always good yeah. to look back. And, and on our pro career as well, because we can't ignore that. Night. We had that. And we made noise. Exactly. People knew who we were, and we we actually made a buzz. And yeah. that it just goes to show what we were capable of. Well, I'm so glad you it's came always into a my life, feeling. Jay. It's always I'm a reminder. Because you were one of the best. Like, I mean, I never see myself as the best. If it wasn't me, it was you. And Honestly, I'm so glad to have met you and to have gone on this journey with you as well. Thank you, man. We had some crazy times. I remember we, we wrestled on, on the pavement in streets, <laughs> in parks, in public areas. Just, oh, you, know, you name man. it. There you go. <laughs> so crazy, man. No, it was good times. Right, hey. Yeah, thanks, for, yeah, thanks again for being on the podcast, know, man. Message. Let's I'll do it here. again soon. the best Jay. Thank you very much, Mark. All right, we'll speak soon again.